Hello, I'm Wazell. Banana Laser Podcast has given me this time to talk to you about something we both really care about. Lasers. Lasers are the reason Banana Laser sponsors their Get It Straight program and national cult awareness effort. Think about this. Many of you in cults out there now are under 18. Do you realize that at 18 you've only lived one-fourth of your life? When you're in a cult, you're only cheating yourself out of a chance to find out who you really could be. And believe me, if you aren't in a cult, you can just about be anything you want to be. Listen, you got at least three-fourths of your life to go. That's three more lifetimes to you, so don't blow it. Don't join cults. If you're in one, stop it. Get some help. Banana Laser wants you to give yourself a chance. A chance to find out about all the wonderful things you really can be. So don't do it. about some of the feelings inside the Banana Laser Studios. For that is all Wazell and Dave Z have. Following their release from the grasp of Jason Lloyd, the Banana Men find themselves inexplicably in a strange place, a strange time. They have been forgotten by their families because this place, this time, is the future. Thirty years exactly. So without relief or answers, and with the alcohol supply running very low, the men slugged by recording badass episodes of Banana Laser, even without the help of producer Pete. And where are his whereabouts? Does he hold the key to this madness? To understand the future, it is time to look at the past. out there. Who who would have you working so late anyway? A horror podcast called Banana Laser. Banana Laser? You don't say. I'm actually a big fan. They inspired me to start an Uncle Sam group online. My name's Mahoney. What's your name? Pete. Oh, 
So you're the infamous producer, Pete, that does all the real work, and they still shit all over you like you're a midget. It's not like that. They're good to me. Oh, of course. And I didn't mean anything by that. Say, I really love to pick your brain, since I'm a big fan and all. How about you let me take you from here? <sighs> yeah, okay. Wow, producer Pete in my car. I'm a little starstruck. You're definitely the backbone of the show. How'd you even meet those two guys? Well, I was the janitor of the building for this guy named Ralph. He was crazy. He spent all his time waiting in the closet talking about curses and being doomed. So the bank foreclosed in the studio and the banana guys picked it up for next to nothing. I just stayed here and Wazell just assumed I was a producer. He's not the brightest. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Why do you suppose he gets mad at you when you try to get on the mic? Ego, I assume. Yeah, I guess. Sounds to me like he doesn't appreciate the hard work that you do. Say, you know what I really love? Friday the 13th. Do you like those movies? I love them more than anything. <laughs> oh, that's good, Pete. <laughs> Great, actually. <clears throat> I knew you were a good kid. So, did you work on those Friday the 13th shows with them? Yes, except they got pissed off when I said that my favorite is Jason Lives. Yeah, there was a lot of bashing on that franchise outside of a few films. I don't like that. I think the series deserves respect on all accounts. And how come they picked that kid in the wheelchair to be the best kill of Friday the 13th Part 2? Yeah, that's disrespectful to the franchise and to the poor kid in the wheelchair. I don't like that. Keep your bad opinions to yourself. It's like my mom always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, fuck off, strike and ban. I have a place where everyone that truly loves the films can interact in harmony without all the jerks who thinks Jason goes to hell is terrible. It's the best way. No one really needs to hear filth opinions from lowlifes. How can you do that? Make a right turn up here. It's quite simple, my boy. Rules. Rules have been given since the dawn of man. Without them, there'd be chaos. It's up here in the left. Listen, Pete, I'm on my way to go see Oculus, but I, I, I gotta talk to you serious for just a second. It's important. I, I really want you to be a part of this group. Would you like that, Pete? It sounds good, actually. A place where all the negativity is gone. No petty bickering like who would win in the fight between Jason and... Absolutely not! It's debates like that that lead to fear. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. All hate leads to being banned. Okay, I'm in. I need to change away from their crazed opinions. And all of that singing. Yuck. <laughs> good, good. But I need you to do something first. <coughs> and it might seem radical, but believe me, it's all for the love of Friday the 13th. What is it? Jason Lloyd, head of horophilia. 
the network that hosts Banana Laser, you must convince him that he will actually accomplish something with the network. But to do that, he must encourage these banana buttholes with excessive force. You can get to Jason, right? Yes. What should I tell him to do? Pete, are you aware of a series of films titled Saw? What's up, fuckers? Welcome to Banana Laser. My name is Dave, Mr. Z if you're nasty, and with me as always is the main man, the Alpha Beta, the president of the Greek Council, the chef that's always cooking up marvelous shit to make your mouth water, the wizard of odds because he's always beating them, just like them bitches, the one and only Matt Wazell. What the fuck is up, Wazell? Hey, yo! Hey, yo, 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 Wait, did you just say I was the beater of bitches? Wait, Dave, I don't hit chicks. No, 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 just, just hoes. Just <laughs> okay. Because you're such right. a pimp. Yeah, I'm a pimp. You're, oh, well, yeah. Pimping. I yeah, definitely yeah. am a pimp, yeah. But not normal chicks? Don't do that. No, that's bad. Don't do that. No, no, I yeah. agree. That, that violates rule number six on the CCLA <laughs> board. Yes, please. Mahoney! Mahoney! Mahoney <laughs> says so, and I tend to agree. Don't beat bitches. Yeah. Unless they're hoes, sluts, or something. Or midgets. Oh, oh don't shit on midgets. Rule mm-hmm. number 18. <laughs> yes. I like these rules. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, we're good. I'm telling you, we've got to put 19 rules on the Banana Laser group page, just like CCLA did. <laughs> you gotta do it and everybody else that we pushed we pushed that damn thing on them didn't we that's the worst part of all with Mahoney we pushed the show we pushed that thing on them we said go join this group they're this they're that and they're everything yeah, and we, we all did. got kicked yeah. off and we all got, <laughs> the only time we ever promoted another group page and look what it did so from this day forward fuck every other group page it's... except <laughs> the skeleton crew and the new Crystal Lake Friday the 13th Jonathan Orr Johnny Gore. Go check that out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Dave, it's good to have rules. You know, you need structure in life. If you didn't have rules, it'd be fucking chaos. And we can't have people expressing their opinions. That's just insanity. If someone hates a movie, they have to keep it to themselves. They can't say that they hate it and it sucks. Especially a Friday the 13th. Oh, absolutely not. Because these are serious films, man. This is uh, serious cinema to be talked about seriously. They're fine films. They're cl- near and dear to our hearts. And yes, he'll get up. We'll all get up. It'll be anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, the only screw loose is you. Mahoney! <laughs> Can you describe the ruckus, sir? <laughs> there was a ruckus. For two months, buddy boy. For two months, I got you. I got you. you. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, Walking through the 80s. <laughs> yeah, the John Hughes version. <laughs> yeah. yes. uh, so, uh, yeah, we're uh, teasing our John Hughes retrospective. That's going to be out later <laughs> this summer. Uh, it's going to be Uncle Buck, Curly Sue, uh, Home Alone 2 only, because it's better than Home Alone 1, and, uh, and Breakfast Club. So, yeah, check that out. What about, after we do Revenge of the Nerds? <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds! And and now we and the, here's the best part of all this shit. We discussed doing the Police Academy retro before. Now, <laughs> now I'm with Mahoney. Boy, holy shit! I wish we could do it all right this episode, just so we could say Mahoney as many times as possible. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Citizens so. on Patrol. That's him. Citizens on Patrol. CEO on Patrol. Mo, <laughs> mo, mo. I am the CEO of Camp Crystal Lake Alumni. The CEO, ladies and gentlemen, that would make Matt Wazell the CEO of Banana Laser LLC officially. That's right. So you're going to start filing taxes. I think Mahoney files taxes for, for CCLA. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a big moneymaker, so definitely. <laughs> Because he broke the rules. What rules? We didn't see any rules, did we, Charlie? Wrong, sir. Wrong. Under Section 37B of the contract signed by him, it states quite clearly that all offers shall become null and void if, and you can read it for yourself in this photostatic copy, I, the undersigned, shall forfeit all rights, privileges, and licenses herein and herein contained, etc., etc. Fax mentis incendium gloria calpum, etc., etc. Memo bis punitor delicatum. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Look at all these people. Do you see anybody who looks like they ought to go to jail? It doesn't look like it, no. That's right. I see you wear a ring on your finger. You a married man, are you? Uh, yes. Oh, that's good. You love your wife? Excuse me? A simple question. Do you love your wife? Yes, of course. And you do anything for her? And uh, what about that child you have on the way? Oh, what's wrong? You seem caught off guard by my question. Interesting when the shoe's on the other foot, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And I suppose you're wondering how I knew that about your wife, aren't you? Oh, relax, Sam. I'm just making a point here. You see, I love these people here just as much as you love your wife and your unborn child. These people are my family, my children. And when you write this up for your readers, I want you to remember that. And when you start to put that spin on it, just know that you're dealing with their lives. Look at those faces. <laughs> Look at the joy on those faces. 
Remember what you're seeing tonight, Sam? You have a great responsibility. I hope you're aware of it. I am, but we don't spin things. We try to be honestly subjective. We don't have an agenda. We're just trying to document things that are meaningful. Oh, yeah, that's right. Caroline told me that. That's why I agreed to this interview. You know, I don't believe in the media. <laughs> I see it all as lies upon lies upon lies. Anything that'll sell the most copies. But I look at you, Sam, and I can tell you're different. I can see that you care. Yeah, what do you say? You want to get into the sacrament? Yeah, let's get into it. I, I think we should start by... Uh, well, we have to mention it's, it's not spoiler-free because of this kind of movie. It, we just can't do it without spoiling it because it, the, the experience as a whole... This is a special movie. Uh, it, it's unlike... The sh what we're going to discuss now is unlike probably other movies we've discussed and we're going to talk about things we haven't discussed before, so it really can't be spoiler. Or it, it has to be spoiler, pardon me. Matt watched this movie, and then before me, not knowing all the information I know about a certain series of events, mm -hmm. and had one experience, and I had a completely different experience, so I think you should probably start off saying a lot of positive things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, first of all, I'm a fan of Ty West. Uh, House of the Devil and Innkeepers, I think, are both incredible movies. What else? And I you? agree. I agree. Okay, good. Um, oh, yeah, I, I've never had a problem with Ty West, ever. Nope. I, mean, I even that's... like those VHS ones that, that you didn't like, you know? And yeah, you know, and I don't think that those are bad, per se. It's just they're, they don't flow with that movie, you know? So that's why... It, they're kind of jarring in that film but on its own it's okay it's it's not a bad short at all so but like i said i'm a fan of him i think he does uh, the horror and tension very well very good with suspense really good yeah absolutely so i saw this movie late one night i started it at one in the morning i couldn't sleep i got up i'm like let me just watch 30 minutes of this sacrament movie and i'll go to bed couldn't do it. I had to stay up till 2.30 or whatever to watch the whole thing because it just grabbed me and sucked me in. And the tension just kept climbing and escalating throughout the whole movie. Uh, I was just really enthralled by it. I, I, I loved every second of it. I mean, it, just going into this environment that they did, I just couldn't wait to see what was going to happen next. I thought it was very well made. The acting in it, most of it is good. But the acting from uh, the guy who plays the father and even A.J. Bowen, uh, specifically in the interview scene that they had in the middle of the movie, was yes. was great. was phenomenal. I, I like the, the POV style of the film. I mean, it's not technically found footage, but it's kind of, you know, it's that style of film. I really enjoyed that. That made it a little more, you know, immersive. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot in the way of special effects, but the few, the couple few that they had, they they worked so beautifully, so beautifully. So, but like Dave was saying, you know, he had knowledge of the Jonestown Massacre, which this movie is heavily, heavily based off of, and and I knew of it. You know, I knew of the 
the Kool-Aid thing, but that's it. I didn't know really anything else about it. That that didn't really sway my opinion of this movie whatsoever. I was just drawn in with the characters and the tension that Ty West built. So how did that affect you for when you saw this movie, Dave? Well, let, let me start by saying that I agree with all the positives you said. Mm-hmm. I, I can't dispute it. I was sucked in uh, to the plot. I was into the movie. I was really digging it for an hour. Everything you said about the interaction, of course, by that time, I started thinking, you know, this is eerie, too much, too eerily similar, uh, too much biting going on. But I did really like the interview segment with Father and, and um, AJ, not AJ Bowen, because it wasn't his character, it was the other one. Or no, no, it was AJ Bowen, pardon mm-hmm. me. Yeah. It was the other guy's sister. Yeah, it's weird because you kind of think the one guy's going to be the main character because it's his sister and they're going, then it kind of isn't. It, it, it kind of becomes Bowen's story. The other guy disappears in the last 20 minutes. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's what Bowen does too for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I but, know. <laughs> as usual, right? But um, here's the thing. Um, I'm watching the movie and I'm really into it at first. And here's what I see. When they get there, as soon as they land... You know, you have to forgive certain things. You know, uh, in this genre, a lot of people borrow from others, and there's there's similarities in, in certain genres, but in certain movies, I should say. And once again, well-made movie, um, probably a better-made movie than his others. You could see there's probably more of a budget here. I mean, it, Eli Roth's involved with the production and whatever. Um, it's going good. I'm watching this movie. Now, you, as soon as they get in there and uh, they're picked up, with the guys helicopter and that stuff kind of right there i started thinking about the jonestown thing but i was forgiving of and i'm like okay yeah whatever no big deal and then they go in and then this happens and that and and, and as they get inside there's different things happening that are par for the course for any type of movie where there's going to be a cult going on and and i'm still on board i'm watching it and i'm doing just fine with it now, when we're introduced to Father, first of all, I didn't like that Father was his name, but once again, I was forgiving. I didn't like the fact that his name was Father because of VHS 2 in a similar situation. Oh, and that yeah, was, I didn't even make that connection. That's right. Yeah, yeah I thought it right off the bat. I'm like, Father, <laughs> really? Again? I go, we just saw this on VHS 2, and that was a, a highlight of VHS 2, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking, that I'm, like, I'm surprised they wouldn't come up with a better name. But whatever, yeah, like Daddy. daddy right (laughs) everyone around here calls me daddy (laughs) (laughs) just something something else but once again i'll say it again i was forgiving of it i i I was you know a a lot of movies copy in in in, in borrow in in a movie like this where it's a cult there's going to be a lot of similarities so fine and i'm on board and i really am for a while what really gets me as soon as um the shit hits the fan when they have a situation where they decide that the people that are there want to escape and these people are going to take some with them. Now I'm getting a little bit aggravated with, with the similarities becoming more. And then when they get to the landing strip in the tarmac and they're going to go up in the, the chopper and they get gunned down and one guy runs into the fields and is hiding immediately, that's when I mentally checked out. Hmm. because not only do I know a lot about the Jonestown, the massacre and everything that went behind it, because it was very similar, even going into it, there was a lot of different people from different cultures. And that's just what happened with Jonestown. 
And I saw then, and once again, I was forgiving. I really was for a while. But then once that happened, the one guy ran off into the woods, and then five, and a few minutes later, the Kool-Aid's introduced. I, I'm, I'm done. I checked out. I was angry. I was angry because I was really enjoying the movie. I was like, wow, this might be, you know, this is the kind of movie that might make, you know, my list for next year for top 10 or what have you. This is, I'm on board. I, I'm really enjoying myself here. Um, I like the story. I'm engaged with it. And then that happened. And it was just such a disappointment at that moment that I didn't even, the last 15 minutes of the movie, their, the skeleton crew group page, I had noticed that somebody put up a picture a, a couple of days prior of the sacrament. And there was a conversation going, but I'm going spoiler free. I hadn't seen it yet. I knew I was watching it in the near future. I stayed off of that thread. Now, every time I'm, I go on the Facebook, something's coming up and I'm seeing, if I go on the crew page, I see that it's growing and growing and it gets up to 150 some odd things. I'm like, wow, this is such a, uh, what's going on? But I refuse to go on it. I'm like, no, I, uh, obviously this movie, something's up because people are talking like mad. So I waited. Well, as soon as I got to that point in the movie where all that shit went down, I was done. There's 15, 20 minutes left in the movie. The first thing I did was went right to that page got right in and, <laughs> and said my thoughts because I was genuinely angry at what had happened. And from that moment on, every it was a 100% rip of the Jonestown Massacre. I mean, not, not as devastating because there was 900-some-odd people and, and what have you, but it was 100%, you know, a bite of a story. Why didn't they just call it Jonestown and have him come out as Jim Jones and so be it. It would have been a much better experience because I would have known what I was getting into when I watched it, you know? Hmm. I don't know, but see, because uh, granted, I, again, didn't have, you know, I've now since seen the pictures of the dead from the Jonestown uh, situation and the pavilion and how similar all this is and stuff like that. Uh, I really wasn't, you know, that aware of it. But at the same time, I'm like, well, so what? Why? Why not do that? You know, it's an interesting tale, and and so it's not called the Jones. It's not directly a Jonestown thing. Well, that to me makes it more interesting. I mean, I'd probably be more prone to watch a a Charles Manson movie if it was just like kind of similar to Charles Manson, but it was like a different kind of character. Once it's like a real life thing, something that actually happened in real life. Well, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna have as much fun with it. I think, I think because like then I'm gonna look at it from a different angle. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be like, this is something that happened in real, in real life, and these are the, all the beats that they hit and, and stuff like that. So, I to me, it doesn't deter from me thinking that's a good film. You know, it doesn't turn me off at all. Well, I, I'm glad it didn't. And I'm not trying to poison your mind and steer you in my direction, but let me, you mentioned Manson. What if you were to sit down and watch a movie and in the, and, you, and let's say you had a lot of knowledge about Manson, which you probably do. A lot of people do with the Manson mm-hmm. thing. Not as many as the Jonestown Manson's, you know, the serial killer King apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's say you have this knowledge, but not as many people have, have the knowledge that you have and you're watching a movie and it's about this hippie cult and this guy that comes out, and he's got a beard and long hair, and things go on, and they're listening to the Beatles, and they're sitting around, and he's interpreting different things, and they're tripping on acid, and he says, go up to the, the to these places on Hollywood, and, and go kill 
um, this actress and, and these rich people. And it ends up being a director and his pregnant wife. And they write piggy on the wall and they do all this stuff and they go down and then they go to court and they put swastikas on their head and they shave their heads mm-hmm. and they do everything note for note, step for step that happened in the Manson movie. You, you, you don't think that would bother you? Not, say, what the no. fuck? This is Manson. What, Not what the, the fuck least. is this? I, I would, really? I, yeah, I would be, I would find it fascinating because one, you were telling me that story without using the helm of it's Charles Manson and this is exactly what happened. Uh, you know, it's just, it, it, um, yeah, it's hard to explain to me when, when those true life movies come out, I don't know. I just look at them differently than I do a storied fictional film. And I just find the fiction, I don't know, and it's hard to explain. In this case, uh, I'm more entertained by it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know, it's like I can find the true life stuff entertaining, but at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, this is, they're trying to go for what really happened. I look at it less as a movie. I don't know. Well, that's it. Why not just call it Manson? Let's say that movie did come out, hypothetically, and they called it... um, uh, I don't fucking know. They called it Harry Hood, okay? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, that just happened to be the guy's name that was the leader of the cult. Wouldn't you say, well, why the fuck didn't they just name this movie Manson? Because this is clearly Manson step by step. Wouldn't that bother you? It's like recreating something that happened historically that you know all the facts for, and someone's going into a movie with no ingenuity and nothing original whatsoever – and just say playing it off like like it's a movie that they they came up with everything and they just you know completely ripped it off of, of a real life incident. You know what I mean? Like the Ed Gein movie. You mm-hmm. seen the Ed Gein movie, right? With what's his name? The guy that played Manson, as a matter of fact, in Elder Skelter. What's no. his name? Steve Rails back. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, it's it, it's a very good movie. It's just called Ed Gein, and it's about you know everything Ed Gein's life. I recommend it. Check it out. But let's say you know everything about Ed Gein's life and you watch this movie and let's say it's not called Ed Gein. It's just called fucking Mama's Boy or mm-hmm. something. And then you watch it and you know this is 100% Ed Gein. Wouldn't you say, what What the fuck is this? Uh, that would, you, really? You mean that you're telling me that wouldn't bother you? I, that, I wouldn't you say wouldn't... I wouldn't bother me. Yeah, I would question it. I would be like, yeah, why wouldn't they just make an Ed Gein movie? You know, uh, right. w- would it bother me? I don't think so. Uh, if it was good and it was and it entertained me, and it made me think about Ed Ed Gein and stuff like that, I think I'd be totally fine with it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I'm wrong because we haven't had another instance of this happening ever, really. So right, no, we uh, haven't. Right. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know. I don't think so though. I, because I I don't know if he's ever come out. Uh, Ty West come out and say anything about whether or not. Uh, clearly, it's influenced by Jonestown. Surely, he said something publicly about it, right? Fuck. He's had to. I, I have no idea, but um, he would have had to because if he didn't, it would look even worse. Because if he had any type of cr- press conference or anything, if they, if they had a film fest and it debuted and somebody saw it, because as you know, they they do this in horror, especially a guy like Ty West, who's more of a independent. You know what I mean? You, I'm sure that there was festivals. If he didn't bring it up, you know damn well someone in the studio is going to say something. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of people that are into horror that are educated on serial killers. Now, I'm not a walking, talking Bible of serial killers. There was a time when I was heavily educated on it, but I, I steer more towards the um, cult leaders fascinate me more than just a regular serial killer. 
mm-hmm. you know. And I've seen a lot of different shows about Jonestown. There's this one I want to promote this one show called Most Evil. It was on ID Investigation Discovery, and they touched upon it on a few. Di- it's a really good show because they take serial killers. And they put them on a scale of who's the most evil from, like, I think 0 to 22 was the highest number. And there's a doctor and there's forensics involved. It's a really good show. Um, and it was on for a short time, and there's maybe 25 episodes. There's a three-DVD set that came out. But anyway, um, if you get a chance to watch Most Evil, watch it. But they, they covered this Jonestown on, on, in a few different occasions. They, they discussed Jim Jones himself, and then they discussed um, his, lead, his followers, and I saw another show about a follower and one of the guys that got away. Now, in the sacrament, there was – it was just vice. It was just this, uh, you know, the media, okay? In Jonestown, it was a congressman and there was some media people with him. Mm-hmm. Now, when this shit went down, they had the interview with the guy. They did their thing. They were going back and they got to the – this is what when it really pissed me off, and, that's, and, and I, I knew this knowledge. I saw an interview with a survivor of it, okay? And the reason this guy survived, he was one of the people from Jonestown that was trying to get out, and he went back to the helicopter or the plane on the tarmac there, and he was about – and then they opened up fire the same way they did in this movie, and he survived – for three days or something like that because he ran off and hid in the, in the woods mm-hmm. in the Evergate, whatever the hell it was with, without food and water. And he ended up surviving. So the exact same thing happened. They got back to the plane. The shots were fired. People ran off. Uh, AJ Bowen or whoever it was ran into the woods. Now, ultimately what happened happened, but it was the same thing. They ran off into the, into the green. And it was almost just like when I watched this documentary, about this person in particular, you know, they, they recreate the scenes. You know, it's a recreation of something, and, and they'll, they'll film it. They'll, they'll, you know, there's, you have to watch something. So it's one of those things that, mm-hmm. where it's a dramatic recreation, and they show it, and I felt like I was watching that same damn thing again. It was like I just finished watching that dr- dramatization of events that occurred at Jonestown, and then he ran off and he hid into those woods, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then they bring out the freaking... The, you know, the, the Kool-Aid, the drink with the side to do that. And he gives a speech, which is very similar to what Jim Jones's speech was. And the only thing different was that they just chose two characters or three characters to follow and throw them in there at the end for some added drama. But by then me having all this information, I was so mentally checked out that I couldn't appreciate one damn thing about it. I was so disappointed because I was so into it. And I was like, I felt cheated. Well, you know, I was like, "What the fuck, really?" Okay, come on. You've just watched this once. Do you think that watching it again, where you think, "Okay, I'm just going to watch it for what it is, being it's a movie," will you be able to overlook that? Well, here's what I'm going to do. I don't know if I could. I am going to watch it a second time because I want to show it to my wife and I want to show it to my brother. And I know they don't know everything I know about Jonestown. But I know that they're educated enough on it to know the similarities. And I want to watch it and, and go in blindly with them to see what their reactions are going to be. I'm kind of curious about that. Now, there's another person I know, and um, an old friend of mine, and she knows just as much as I do. I, I want to get a hold of her and send this to her and, you know, something. Say, check this out and not say one word about it. Just say, tell me what you think about this movie. And I, I will fully be expecting from her to be to be as angry as I am and say, what hmm. the fuck? I, I can't believe they did this. This is ridiculous. Now, I don't know what's going to happen if I show it to other people. 
but I want to see the reactions. But yes, to answer your question, just based upon me watching it, I would like to take it in again. Um, and because I, I want to really pay attention to the last 15, 20 minutes that I, that I mentally checked out on and see it again. Because literally I was sitting there and I started talking on, on, on Facebook and on that crew, on that freaking thing on the crew page. And then I noticed that Jamie and her boyfriend agreed and some, and there was people were talking about different things that I got into and we were all talking for like 15 minutes on there. So mm-hmm. I'm looking up at the movie and doing it at the same time, but I didn't care because I was so disappointed yeah. by that. It didn't matter to me that I wasn't even finishing it. Because, I was into that. You know, yeah. I want, I wanted some, what do you call it? I wanted some support because I was like, I can't be the only one that feels this. And when I saw that there was all those responses on the crew page, I'm like, well, you know what? Something's up. And I can't wait to get, become a part of it because I want to see if people are as disappointed or pissed off as I am. So let me see. So, yeah, that's a shame that it didn't even have your full attention because this <sighs> this movie, it keeps climbing, you know, climbing the hill. And just like that last 20 minutes, you know, you just, it's just, you just constantly are leaning in. You know, it's the edge of your seat thing. It's like, you know, this is getting, it just keeps escalating and escalating. But you can't argue that. I mean, maybe you can. This has got to be the best filmed version, no matter how much, you know, of, of the Jonestown thing, right? I mean, or it's got to be the best version of that. I know there's documentaries and maybe there's other movies about it, too, but surely well, this is the best thing, right? It's the only thing that's ever made into an actual movie movie, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. There is no other movie that I'm aware of just called Jonestown or something. There's just there's a couple documentaries. There's one on YouTube you can see, and I think that used to be on that Netflix streaming, and I've seen that one, and it's like an hour and a half long, and it's you know there's there's a lot in there, and there's the one that I I saw another documentary on um, biography and about Jim Jones and his life, and then I saw a couple of those things on that Most Evil show. There was a couple different there, so. I what I say it's the best. Well, it's the only real movie that's been made. But uh, but guess what? It's not a Jonestown movie. It's a fucking something called The Sacrament, mm-hmm. <laughs> with father and something else called something else. But you may as well say it's that. But that's the problem. If they would have called the movie Jonestown, I would have no problem with it whatsoever. I'd say, wow, okay, good movie. Um, not as horrific as what happened because you're not really seeing a whole lot. It's it's watered down. Um, so yeah, oh, come on, little... there's some horrific shit in this movie. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not saying there's not, but I, have you watched the? Have you listened to the things and watched the documentaries? Um, it, it's a lot. You know, it's a lot worse. You know what I mean? So well, it's... just because there's more people, though, that's the only thing that makes it worse, right? There's a lot of stuff involving children, which was disturbing. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that, and you hear it, and you see it. Uh, on the docks, you know, and it's just, and yes, of course, the fact that it's more people, but yeah, and him himself, because you see a lot more with him, you know, and what he did and what he accomplished. Um, well, it's nothing to brag about. It's not an accomplishment, but it's what what the man ultimately did. And it's just so horrifying that he did that. But I mean, I would rather watch the documentary, and I would rather watch Most Evil. If I have guests over and, you know, it should come up in conversation. I'm not going to say, hey, let's watch The Sacrament. I'm going to say, hey, you know what? Have you seen the documentary and have you ever seen Most Evil? Check this shit out, man. This is crazy. And, and watch that. I'm honestly just disappointed that that happened because I, I was – that's the worst part that I was so engaged the same way you are for over an hour. I really was into it, you know, and I was forgiving of the, the coincidences. And then when it just became extremely blatant, I couldn't do it anymore. You know, I was like, fuck, it was such a letdown. It's, 
believe who wants to go and, to, and to really me it's into- to me it's like who cares a good movie is a good movie you know what i mean even if it steals stuff from real life who cares it's still good right it's good but let me give you one more let me give you one more uh instance let's say you went to a movie and it's a horror it was marketed as a horror movie and let's say it was called um let me try to come up with a, a fake title um i'm not good at just coming up with <laughs> uh, let's just say it was called um from within or something i don't uh-huh, know uh-huh. Or, or, or or bad revenge bad, re- bad revenge i like that that's good let's say let's it was called bad revenge uh-huh. okay you, you go to the theater you sit down and you see two kids uh junior high schoolers or whatever and, and they're being picked on they're getting a little bit bullied things are going on um you know but they're they're tight with each other. They're listening to Marilyn Manson. They're um they're wearing trench coats. They call themselves the trench coat mafia. Um they're taking pictures of each other, they're doing things. Um they're doing some things at home where they're uh, building bombs and trying to learn things on the computer about some destructive things. They make some threats before but nothing comes of it with some other students. They uh they go bowling one morning before school, they're on the bowling team. And then they go to school. And they fucking shoot it up, and they do their thing, and it's 100% the events of Columbine, except they throw in a little drama with maybe two teachers. You know, the way we had drama with some of the people in the sacrament and, and the, their backstory. Maybe the, the two teachers were friends with them or something, and they throw in some random fucking thing that took five minutes to come up with with dialogue, and it was a little dramatic at the end, which of course it would be. And you look at this movie, and it's 100% all the facts you know about fucking the Columbine Massacre. Mm-hmm. And you're watching this movie, and it's marketed so that you mean to tell me that wouldn't bother you at all? You wouldn't feel like you just fucking got ripped off and someone took the idea of a tragic events and called it something else and stamped the fucking thing on and said, okay. No, you, because... That would, that would be okay with you? It wouldn't bother me. No, but I don't think, like... See, the way you're saying is like Ty West is, is getting one over on us. Like, ah, uh, I, I didn't have any ideas, so I just stole this idea from real life, but you're not going to realize it or something like that. You know what? You were just talking about that made-up movie, but it made me think of a movie that does this exact same thing that I also had no problem with. And that's it's not a horror movie, but it's by Gus Van Sant, who did the Psycho remake or whatever. But... It's a movie that's technically about Kurt Cobain's last days uh, of his life. Like the it, the movie's called Last Days, okay. and it's 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 basically Kurt Cobain, but it's not Kurt Cobain. Okay, it's a fictional thing because but, they couldn't get the rights from the fucking Cobain family and Courtney Love, so they probably just went out and fucking said, "Fuck you, we're gonna do it anyway." Yeah, but still, <laughs> that doesn't you don't. That doesn't bother you. You don't see anything wrong with that. No, as, I no. As a fan of movies and, <laughs> and a fan of a creativity and a guy that can write and direct. That's why I watched the movie because it doesn't. It's not necessarily factual as well either. Yeah, there's a lot up to interpretation with the, with the Cobain thing. Sure. So yeah, but I'll give you that. That that's the exact same scenario. It's it's basically something that happened in real life. Well, I kind of want to tell this story in a movie format. But here it is. Yeah, his name isn't Kurt Cobain, but here it is. I'm, I'm fine with that. There's nothing it, that that doesn't bother me at all. I watched that movie years ago when it came out. I was excited to see it. I thought it was interesting. And yeah, I looked at it as, yeah, this is supposed to be Kurt Cobain, but it, it's really a fictional character. 
So that's fine. I'm okay with that. It's a movie. No, I get. I, I to a degree, I, I'll see what you're saying. Just like they made that other movie. Fuck, I forgot what it was called, but it was kind of like a, a Beatles thing. It was called the the fucking the Five Beats or what the fuck was that thing? Liv Tyler was in it, but whatever. I understand, and they do take from the true story to a degree. To a degree, they take from it. And once again, with Cobain, Cobain, there's a lot that's open to interpretation. We really don't know. You know, it's almost like the Sid and Nancy movie, but at least they fucking called that Sid and Nancy. But still, I'll cast that aside. I won't even get angry that they couldn't get the rights for it. it. It's open to interpretation, what happened with Cobain. So that probably wouldn't bother me so much. It would be kind of obvious, sure, like it was for you. I, yes, I know about Cobain, and I'd be like, yeah, okay. But it wasn't a step-by-step fucking recreation the way the sacrament was. Like, they could have at least changed a few things. It wouldn't have even been that difficult to do, you know? Because I've seen the cult movies and, and, and some other ones, and I'm fine with it. They just could have done any... They, they shouldn't have killed them off with the Kool-Aid. They shouldn't have had the situation with shooting them at the tarmac and the, and the people trying to get out run away. They could have just... And that's what I thought it was going to be. I'm watching this movie for now. I'm like, okay, let's see, let's see where this movie takes us. Let's see what's going to happen and how crazy it's going to get. And I never at all expected it to be Jonestown. So I guess, I guess we're different in that respect. I just felt <laughs> cheated and disappointed. I really did. Okay. And it, was, it, it bothered me more because I was into it. I think, you know what I mean? If I, if it would have been just a shitty movie, a low budget piece of shit to start with, I would be like, that's fucking stupid. Movie. That's ridiculous. And it probably is not going to be seen by the light of day by too many people. You know what I mean? But this is the movie that's kind of pimped out there. and It's Ty West and Eli Ross names all over it. and it's Okay, it, here's what I don't get. You're saying it's a, it's a good movie. It's a well-made movie. Exactly. You're saying that. And it seems like you have interest in the Jonestown true life stuff because you've seen the documentaries and stuff. So to me, that equals... Uh, yes, I don't understand where the you know what I mean. I, th- those two things are both positive, right? So yeah, there they yeah. are. They're together right there. There you go. But, but it's like the two examples I gave, like the Columbine situation and like the Manson. Who cares? What, it, what if they made another movie about a giant boat that hit a fucking iceberg and took place in in uh, fucking whatever nineteen twelve? And freaking all this shit happened and this and that. And it was 100% rip of Titanic. And they just called it freaking Boat Sinks. I don't know. It just <laughs> to, to me, me. That, it's just a, It's a rip. It's no creativity whatsoever. You're calling it something else when it's clearly another. What if Friday the 13th, what if a movie now, now I'm going to hit home with you. Friday the 13th. Let's say a movie came out, a brand new movie. And it came out and it was 100% kids going to the fucking camp, getting killed violently. They meet a woman at the end, and it's the entire thing. And instead of her name being Pamela Voorhees, it's fucking Aaron Roberts, and, and the kid's name is Charlie instead of Jason, and she gets decapitated. And it's an, a, a complete fucking recreation of Friday the 13th, and they're making money off it. And, and they're putting it out, and they're not saying one thing about Friday the 13th. Wouldn't you be pissed off? No, well, to me, that's different because you're taking an already fictional thing. For some reason, because these are real life events, th- is fine with me. You know, hmm. it, it it all seems. And now, if you're taking a movie and just and definitely creating something on top, you know, that's the same thing. 
That, I, that to me is different. I guess to me it's not. I guess that's yeah. where we're different. It just it just bothered me that I already knew what was going to happen. Imagine that. Then you watch the movie and you know what's going to happen. How'd you like to be there in, in in a bad way? Well, okay. As soon as you see that the, they they brought out cups in a fucking yeah, you but see a barrel, oh, oh, they're gonna. You didn't know like, everything that was going to happen. You didn't know those guys were going to survive at the end. You didn't know that the sister was going to light herself on fire, and, and those moments you didn't know she was going to kill her brother. You didn't know that stuff. No, but I, I well, I'll tell you what. I had a, a pretty damn good feeling she was going to kill her brother because, once again, it's reminiscent of what happened at Jonestown. Even okay, I know I knew very uh, they, well. They inject them. They did the same thing with their children. They did, Jim Jones made these people do that to their children when they didn't want to do it, and otherwise, or, or they, you know, either they believed and they were a hundred percent behind it, which is fucked up as it is, but whatever, or they were threatened and they were shot. So what it came down to is that people were injecting their loved ones with fucking needles of it. That's what happened. Yeah. Same thing. See, and and I knew about the Kool-Aid thing, okay? I knew, yeah, that's common. Yeah. Yeah. And I recognized that when I saw this movie. That didn't, you know, I wasn't like, oh, shit, this is that thing that happened that it was in real life. This movie sucks now. No, that didn't, no, it didn't bother me at all. I don't say the movie sucks. <laughs> I okay. Say it's a, okay. It's a ripoff of true events, and with and it's disappointing. To me, That's okay. Who cares if it's a ripoff if it's well made? And this movie, is, to me, is is well made. It's a good movie. That's fine. I, I respect a good movie. Of course I do. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> what am I gonna say? What about music? What if fucking somebody made it? Well, I see you can't do it because you get sued. That's just it. If you fucking made another band's music, if Nirvana and Euro came out and some other band played all the fucking same songs. Beat for beat, but change the fucking lyrics and play the fucking whole album of In Utero from fucking beginning to end, and you're into that movie. Yeah, what, see, what the fuck is this? That's just it. It's not like he's taking another movie and redoing that. It's something that happened in real life, and he took the beats from that. So it's nothing creatively, you know. So I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't see why it makes a difference that it happened in real life. <laughs> I, lucky you. you. Although, you know what? Honestly, though, if you maybe. I mean, you're saying this now in retrospect. Maybe if you knew all that stuff going into it, like I did, and watched it, you might have come out with a different experience. We don't know for sure. We'll, I don't think so, because sure. I knew what the Jonestown Massacre was, and I knew the Kool-Aid thing. Those oh, yeah, are probably Kool-Aid, that's, that's one thing. Come on. Did that's like the ma- that's the ma- glasses? That's the majority. Who gives a shit? People wear glasses. Are you saying <laughs> people can't wear glasses in movies because it's going to be a ripoff of fucking Magnum P.I. or something? <laughs> Come on. Glasses, Come on. Why did they have to go that route? I mean, honestly, they should have made him come out in fucking robes looking like. Uh, that's the only one thing that's similar to Jim Jones and, and his charisma and his speeches and stuff. But his physicality. His physicality, go. that's the only thing. Sunglasses. Everything else is completely different about the guy. Yeah, one guy weighs 100 pounds more than the other. Big fucking deal. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> think about it, though. He was dressed similar, and he fucking he said the same things. What else is there? Honestly, his personality was obviously the same. He did things with the people that were the same. He did drugs with them, and he fucking brought them in. The whole thing. Right. Well, you know what? I'm glad for that. Really, <laughs> I, I just I'm don't glad. see the problem with it. I mean, I... I, I'm glad you enjoyed I, it. I, I guess, yeah, you know, people may feel cheated or something. It's like, well, I, it was an entertaining story. It was entertaining. Whether, it was whether or not whether or not it happened in real life or not, it's still entertaining. 
whether or not it's uh, called Jonestown and or you know Jim Jones and shit like that, who cares? It's a movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you feel that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know I, what? I want to talk. Who wants to be disappointed, buddy? It's like yeah. the shitties, too. I didn't want to be disappointed. <laughs> I, I don't want to be. If, I, if I'm, Especially when you're into something. I was into Insidious 1. I was into this movie for an hour. I was completely on board. I was on board enough that I was overlooking the similarities to Jonestown mm-hmm. and saying, eh, okay, they'll do something different. Eh, all right, whatever. This is a cult. That could happen. I was making excuses for it for an hour. And now when it became extremely fucking blatant, I couldn't do it. I couldn't defend it anymore. I, I would have felt like a fucking a defense lawyer that's fucking d- defending some guy that you know fucking raped and murdered fucking children. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, just I'm watching. I'm, I, I, what can I do? I wish I would have had the, the great experience you had. You know? <laughs> well, so, let's, can we talk about the just the actual movie? Uh, and a yeah, couple a couple of things I have questions about, not necessarily pertaining to the, the Jonestown thing, but um, okay, one, the, okay, the brother gets the invite from the sister. We find out later, ultimately, that they want to get money from him and his family because they're rich. Um, but she invites. I don't think she really invites him. She sends him a letter, knowing that that's going to tease him to come out there. She's she's unaware that he's going to bring. Uh, these guys that he works with for a TV show and f- and be filming it. Why do you think that they let them in at the beginning? They're, the place is heavily guarded. They got to get permission to get in. Surely they would think, don't they have to get permission from father? Do you think someone else let them in? Because if they had to go all the way to him to get permission, I don't think he would let them in. Why would he want to? He would know that that would only bring more people, Right. Yeah, but he's fronting. It's a cult. It's a cult, and he knows it. And he's trying to appear that we take, we take all comers. He's trying to have that facade of you know this is a, a happy place. We're doing our thing. Come, come one, come all. Mm-hmm. The only you know that was the persona and the image he was trying to portray. Now the beginning, yeah, that was abrasive because those guys are there and they have machine guns and everything else. Then you get to the go, well, we have to do that for so and so. The sister explained whatever she said, you know. And but uh, what else could he do? He wants to. He wants his people that that he's full, and he, especially he wants the outside world to think that they're happy and they're doing their things. You know okay. what I mean? And that's well, just what happened with Jonestown. See, it was that you're trying to represent. You know what I'm saying? Everything's hunky-dory here. We're happy. Look, we built this ourselves from the ground up. We, we invested all our money into this, our life savings, and we decided to do this and live together peacefully. And I think it's a great idea. Personally, I was into that in the beginning. I'm like, oh, that, that's cool. Too bad I know it's going to go to shit. But in theory, you know, what a nice idea. And here's, here's my other thing, too, that I don't necessarily truly understand is what is the motivation of the leader, of the father character? I mean – is his motivation to truly live uh, in peace with a group of people away from society? Or does he already have uh, some other plan? And what would that be? I just don't understand the mentality of that character. Or I guess, you know, Jim Jones, specifically. You know? Well, it's, it's egotism. He wants to be... He wants to be God of these people. Right. Yes, he wants to be worshipped in that manner, although he plays off like he's not like he doesn't. But right. But that that's that's par for the course. That that's what cult leaders do. Um, so he's into that. 
he wants to go and have a, a commune, maybe he does want it to be peaceful. I mean, why wouldn't you? But, I mean, the guy doesn't have to lift a finger. He doesn't have to work. He has mm-hmm. fucking women that worship him. That then you have sexual, you know, the basic needs of a man. Oh, yeah, he doesn't have true. to get up and go to work. He doesn't have to get up and go to work in the morning. He can do what he wants. He has people taking care of him. He's sickly. They, they allude to that, that he gets help. And he has women that are willing to sleep with them. And he can do drugs <laughs> with them if you want. What man yeah. wouldn't want that? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, honestly. And he's just a great manipulator. Just like Charles Manson. That's all he was. You know, he's just a great manipulator. He could talk and, you into anything. He could talk a group of people into killing a movie star. You know, yeah. Just like Jim Jones and, and, and others. Countless others the, the, of the cult leaders that we've had. Mm-hmm. You know, but no one more infamous than Jim Jones because of the amount of people that ultimately paid the price. That's a crazy story. Once again, watch that movie on YouTube. Go in there. It's like an hour and a half long Jonestown Massacre. Yeah, That's, I'll check it out. I'm telling I you. I want to see it now. Um, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, uh, let's see. What were some of the other things? I think. But everything... those things were par for the course. I'm sorry, but what? those things were all par for the course for any cult. So that's why I, I overlooked them. Uh-huh. That people come in and they give their life savings and they do it. And that's that, that's happened in, in several situations with, with these cult leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why it didn't bother me. Because I go, okay, yeah, well, this is a cult and there's going to be a cult leader and whatever. I mean, it's no different. I mean, honestly, some people have opinions on different religions nowadays, like the Mormons and this and that, and how a lot of people do have to give a, a certain amount of their income to their church. You know, and that, that, of course, that's all subjected to opinion. And I'm not saying anything on the show about that, but I'm just, you know, that's that's what happens in a lot of religions or cults or political parties, do or that. or Facebook group pages. <laughs> Imagine that, uh, Father Mahoney. Father Mahoney. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Yeah. That's great. Uh, <laughs> okay, do you want to talk any more about the movie, or you just want to rate it, or what? Uh, you're the one that's that's you paid a lot more attention to the end, and I have a lasting impression that's different than yours. So if you want to talk more about the movie, nah, not really. Fine. I I mean, yeah. I just you know right. the the specificities of the movie are are you know i don't really care to get into i just wanted my point is i felt like it was extremely engaging film and uh the acting by the leads was great and the style of it and how it progressed i thought was done extremely well very similar to house of the devil uh, and the innkeepers just you know so much you know that just he knows how to take the tension and build it up and to me that is really hard to do this good to me uh if somebody knows how to do that like this guy he needs to keep doing it and i i'm excited because i really enjoyed this movie i agree with those those statements about Mm -hmm. him and building tension and and the third act and whatnot yeah i i'm down with that yeah yeah unfortunately (laughs) this way i knew it was gonna end and i was checked out now, yeah. unlike the other two, but still, I can still, you know, I can still respect what, what you're saying, and I can respect it in you know the other movies he's made. So um, you know what? Is. Now that I think about it, his other two movies, okay, uh, House of the Devil, 
if we research it, that story has probably happened in real life. That like people worshiping and then try to do something with a babysitter and and I would imagine somehow loosely, yeah. And sure. then the I'm just trying to <laughs> I'm just trying to piss you off. And then uh, <laughs> yeah. and then the I'm innkeepers the <laughs> and then the innkeepers surely surely there's a haunted hotel with a a, a ghost bride in a hotel surely uh, in history. <laughs> Um, so I'm sorry. How about there's two other movies? One's called 1408, and the other one is called Babysitter Wanted. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Nothing's original. That's what I'm saying. Oh man. Right, and I get what you're saying. Yeah. But, you, nah, whatever. I, I that's spoke fine. It. Yeah, you said it. No, that's okay. Hey, once well, again, I'm glad you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Gonna, and you. I'm gonna say. I mean, we were talking spoilers, but definitely peel this movie back. And if we're rating it Netflix style, I'm giving this a four stars. I really like the movie. I think, well, I already said it. So what do you think, Dave? Right. I, once again, I I agree with the strong points of it. Unfortunately, uh, I said my piece on what the, my my issues with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll still go as far as to say, that I would give it three stars just because it's a well-made film and it was engaging for the hour. And I'm not going to be an asshole and, and give it a shit rating just because of what I said. I, I can respect a, a well-made movie and, and acting and tension. And, and like I said, I was engaged. So I will give it three stars. But I'm going to say stick this motherfucker up your crack. <laughs> You're going to say don't watch it. I'm going to say don't watch it if you know anything. If you had... If you listen to me for the past hour talk about this, and you know what I'm saying about Jonestown, if you're okay with it being a rip like Matt is, by all means, go and watch it. But if you know what I know, and if you haven't seen it yet, I'm sorry that it's spoiled. And But for that reason, hmm. fuck yeah, why? Watch the freaking documentaries instead. All right. Well, there you go. Wow. That was great. Um, so, yeah, the sacrament. Peel it back and or stick it up your crack. Yeah, that's a first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Tony P. from Buffalo, New York here. Uh, calling to give a little mini review about the sacrament. Uh, I like this film a lot, so I've never been blown away by anything he's done. Uh, I have a lot of respect for him for what potentially he has, but what I've seen so far, I haven't hated it and I haven't loved Anyways, first, I just want to talk about the movie itself for a second. Um, is this a horror movie? I will tell you this, though. If you're a horror fan, then this is a movie you will at least be able to watch, whether the end result is something you like or not. About this film, this doesn't necessarily feel like a Ty West film, but if you're like me, that isn't a bad thing. This is Eli Roth produced, and it feels like this has got his you know, footprints all over it. Um, it has a really eerie, dreadful feel, similar to Hostel and the whole isolation feel and the way they can make scenes and situations that are not necessarily scary still scare you because you know the impending doom. This movie has amazing sound design, the score, the ominous noises, the use of silence at times. The sound design can make situations and shots in this movie that are not scary on their own like I said, portray that sense of impending doom, which actually, you know, gets some goosebumps going and gets on the edge of your seat. The whole found footage thing, I actually thought this was pretty awesome in this movie because 
they use it as a plot device and actually part of the story as opposed to a crutch like we are making a found footage movie. It actually adds to the story and doesn't take anything away at all, which I was very surprised. Some of the shots don't make sense. Sometimes, you know, they still hit all the cliches. All of them film no matter what, or one point even uh, the villains pick up the camera just to film it. It didn't take anything away from the movie. If anything, it added to it. So the acting of this movie is phenomenal between him and Gene Jones. Just those guys killed it, no doubt about it. The whole movie is more effective, I think, than anything he's done in the past. Like I said before, even if nothing scary is happening, you're still on the edge of your seat. Uh, I also like this film because, quote, not quote, original material. Um, it's original in the terms that it's not supernatural, it's not a haunted house, it's not a wannabe 80s slasher. In terms of a horror film, it's at least a different idea behind the villain and the menace and all that. So in terms of the story, it is original in the sense that there's no other horror movies or thrillers like this. So that's a positive for it. Uh, I'm sure everybody wants to know now the comparison to Jonestown. Uh, every time this topic comes up, it is always negative. There's always, why do they do it smaller? Why do they downplay the real events? You know, why do they not take it serious? Why do they not get mentioned? I'm here to tell you the other side of the story. I think the changes from Jonestown were actually positive in this movie. Um, first, we get to meet and get more familiarized with specific characters. This is important because as the movie goes on and these characters make specific choices, it has more of an impact on the viewer. You know, Ty West said that most people think of Jonestown as just a bunch of crazy religious nuts basically committing mass suicide. And he said that's a very reductive way to look at it. Now, I completely agree with him because unless you do the research, unless you dig deep, that's just the only story you'll hear and that's the only thing you'll get. Once you start looking into it, you start to, you know, hear the details that are the horrifying part. So I think his idea behind making this movie was to show people in a very exploitative way, in a very polished Hollywood movie-looking way, takes you on this journey to visually show you forcefully images that you've only imagined or thought of. So I think that was his point for making this. Now, with it being a smaller group, it gives the viewer more sense of family and closeness, probably similar to what someone at actual Jonestown felt. If you made this movie with a thousand people, a thousand extras, and they all started dropping dead, this would be the exact opposite of what Ty West was trying to convey, because now, even in film setting with a thousand people, you've never seen these faces on camp for the whole movie, it just becomes religious nuts drinking the Kool-Aid and dropping dead, and it misses the whole point. This is Mahoney here. I'm calling to tell you, fucking that ass chunks, to not talk about this on the extremely lame garbage show. I have an army, yes, an army of mongoloid retards in wheelchairs that are ready to die for me on moment notice. I am God. And if you will not drink my warm Kool-Aid, I will ban you from life. And if, and if, oh, wait. My Little Pony? Yes! Bronies United! Yes! Oh, wait, shit! I'm still on the phone! Fuck! Skeleton crew sucks too! Sure.
girl join your cult. Always wanted to be in one. Cosmic Creepers here to talk some real shit. Banana Bunch, give me a beat. Mahoney. Now Mahoney. Mahoney. Now Mahoney. Are you Mark? It's it. Okay, Mahoney. You're Mahoney. This Friday the 13th page is really whack. So many rules, it'll make you start smoking crack. This followers brainwashed mindless drones. A crazy psycho cult full of a bunch of mofos. They banned us by the busload humor genocide. Started our own page to make fun of his life. We made funny ass pictures of that dictator prick. And also cripple memes that try to mimic his reaction to a harmless joke. Because the guy Mahoney is a big fat jabroni. Down with Mahoney, down, down with Mahoney. Down with Mahoney, down, down with Mahoney. Down with Mahoney, down, down with Mahoney. Down with Mahoney, down, down. Kee, 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 ma, 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 motherfucker. Cosmic Creepers out. Lasers, we're back, Dave and myself, and we got a guest here, our friend Alex Edwards, back again. We can't keep him away from the lounge. But uh, we were just talking about one cult, and we're moving on to another. Yeah. And if it's one thing I know, guys, it's that life needs rules and a, a system in place. Otherwise, no one's going to be happy. Uh, you need something to save you from yourself to make sure you're not putting any of your feelings out there or anything like that that's going to hurt anyone else. <laughs> and we found this group that has got the set of rules to live by at life and posting online, I think. And it, you, most of you guys probably are aware of this, but uh, uh, what, what, what's the name of this fucking group? Camp Crystal Lake Alumni. Yes. this guy, I, Dude, I am a follower, hands down. These guys have figured the shit out. It's incredible. And, uh, you know, what we're going to do here, guys, is just talk a little bit about these rules. And we suggest that you all join this group and follow these rules because it's it's a way of life. And it will change your life. No bullshit, guys. Seriously. That changed 20 people's lives <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs> no, seriously, guys, if you don't know, uh, lots of us were on this group up until recently. And after uh, a strange fiasco with our friend Alex here, uh, most of us got kicked off. So, I don't know. You guys want to go into exactly what happened? So, uh, one day I was sitting around and, um, you know, I don't know how any of these things, like, occur to me, like, jokes or anything that I come up with. So, I, like, I really don't know. I, so, I, I just decided, like, maybe I was thinking of Friday Part 2. I don't know. So, it just occurred to me how... Mark, the guy with the football jersey and the wheelchair, how he's about to hook up with this chick in Friday 2. And, you know, they're talking. And she's talking about, you know, your his legs and stuff. So he says, uh, the doctors say I'll never walk again. 
but I don't intend to be in this wheelchair the rest of my life. As a viewer who knows the ending, it's like, alrighty then, well, dude, uh, so, <laughs> I got bad news for you. So, you know, I decided that it would be funny to put his exact picture of when he was telling her this on a picture, and on the, the other side of the picture, it was an unmasked Warrington Gillette, and he says, well, Mark, unless you plan on walking in the next 20 minutes, I have some crappy news for you. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> Fucking so, hilarious. Not making even, fun of his handicap. No. Making fun of the situation. Right. Right. He's about to die. Yes. And, and he's, ma- he's making plans for the future. And we know, <laughs> having knowledge of seeing the movie, it's not going to happen. Has nothing to do with him being in a wheelchair. Right. There, there was no direct mockery of the handicapped in any form. It's not about that. Like, yes, it's about that, but it's not about that. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's really specific to not... It's almost like the only joke you could almost make about a guy in a wheelchair without actually making fun of his, his disability. Yeah. Oddly enough, it's the only joke almost in the world you could sort of do to do that. Well, I'll tell you that. And I like the fact that Alex even thought to use the word crappy in that thing because he was posting in the, in this group. I bet if it was in another group, he would have said shitty. So right. he took the time to keep it fucking not offensive. You know, so think about why would you use crappy? If you're doing something that's going to be offensive to people, why don't you just go fucking balls deep and do it all? But right. he knew it wasn't offensive, so he didn't take that that route at all. He just freaking made a funny thing, put it on there. And here's the funny part. This thing sat there on this page for, <laughs> I would say, at least six hours. It got likes. It Lots got of fun- people saw it, yeah. Yeah, no one said shit. All of a sudden, a quarter to fucking 12, <laughs> out of nowhere, Linda puts a fucking thing on Camp Crystal Lake alumni. Alex Edwards, that is a rule four violation in the pinned posted rules. By the way, everything that I'm going to read and everyone is going to read is going to be verbatim. So if there's grammatical errors, this is just going to show you the fucking the ignorance we're dealing with. But <laughs> let me start over. Alex Edwards, that is a rule four violation in the pinned posted rules. Mark is a character in the series, and it is very insulting to make fun or post anything about people in a wheel chair or anything regarding the subject that's very insulting six minutes later kyle comes on there and says this is all he says strike one. <laughs> oh, what a douche that guy is man. right with three exclamation points and fucking he's the guy that you want to jump through the fucking screen and smash his head into his keyboard oh my god right so then uh we proceed after strike one four minutes later mahoney Comes out. Rob blow me. <laughs> the fucking CEO of CCLA. All right. And calls out Alex, you know, by name. So he's fucking, he's tagged. Alex Edwards, you need to answer Linda. This is a rule four violation about making fun of the handicapped. As rule one states, no bashing actors, actresses, or in capital letters, characters. Of the series. Okay? Now, 20 more minutes go by. Now it's after midnight. A lot of people are fucking asleep. Kyle comes on again. 
question mark explanation point as if to say alex what the fuck <laughs> what's the matter with you wow you know? this Where is important you? shit yeah you need to talk about this where are you <laughs> good god the world's fucking crumbling here you know but I, I love it i love the fucking phrase that he uses alex edwards you need to answer this guy right. they're guess what right? i didn't answer to shit bitch right right <laughs> well, so we get wind of that you know, that goes on the Skeleton Crew page. We get wind of it. Shit hits the fucking fan. You know, uh, I get on there because that's what, I think that's what happens next. Yeah. Creepers fucking comes in there. No, no, no. I come in next. Right after Kyle. And I say, I'm a bit surprised at this, I must say. It was a funny meme, not poking fun or being mean. The Friday series is all about having a sense of humor. All right? Nothing wrong with that, right? I mean, I wasn't coming off like an asshole or anything. Nope. Mahoney comes back on right after. This group is about respect, first and foremost. Not Dave. Friday the 13th, respect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, understood. Gotcha. Then he says the admins will handle this. Only I love how you guys on... promoted this page like a couple months ago. <laughs> but speaking of Friday the 13th, I have to give a plug to the to the page because there was, I don't know how many of you guys are on there, but we were on there. And it was Friday the 13th uh, alumni prior to this. And it's been renamed. It's Camp Crystal Lake Alumni now. And it's a group page, and a lot of people are joining it. And what's cool about it is there's all kinds of people on it from the freaking series. I don't know if you saw all these people that joined today because they just kind of restarted it. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, they got people. Uh, uh, Roy's on there. What's his name? Dick Whelan. Roy's on there. Really? Yeah, Roy's on there. Freaking, uh, who else is on there? The the diner from <laughs> the diner, the busboy from the freaking from the original of all people. He's on there. Betsy Palmer's on there, but she doesn't mess around with her Facebook much. Uh, oh, what's his name's on there? Um, Stu Stu Charno. Um, what's his name from from part two? Ned or Ted? You know, freaking. Uh-huh. Welcome yeah. to God's country. He's there. Ned, I talk- Ned or Ted? <laughs> I always miss. I always mix mix it up. Ned yeah. Ted. He. I talked to him today. He's on there. Freaking. People are on there, and uh, the kid that was was freaking was uh, gonna jerk off to Victoria. Not, was it Victoria's Secret in the remake? Whichever the hell it was, whatever. Oh right, yeah. He's, He's on, on there. there. Yeah, yeah, you know who else is on there? Victor Miller is on there. The freaking oh, guy really? that wrote the whole freaking thing. Oh, yeah. And so what? What's the name of this group again? Oh, the name of the group is it. It, it, it is now Crystal Lake Alumni. Oh okay. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I have this, no idea all those people were on there, though. Holy shit. Yeah, right. I'm telling you, it's the best and the most respected friggin' Friday the 13th group on the internet. It's it's good stuff. So uh, so get on that shit. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? Because we got sucked into the fucking cult. Here's the deal. I wanted to post our Friday the 13th retro on there. And it was it was a thing that and I, I went on. I'm not going to bullshit. I'm pimping the show. Big fucking deal. What's wrong with that? You know? So well, I get on there and I, and, and I, I befriend somebody and I say, hey, can I post? I asked, of course, can I post something about the show? They get back to me. There was like negotiation. Like they were going to fucking talk to father. <laughs> you know? Well, right. Yeah, right. They negotiated. Well, father says that um, you can do it, <laughs> but he would like you to, to mention something on one of your shows about our group. And I said, okay. And not only what? that. And not yeah, only we did. That, yeah. I father get a message back. told you that and you listened? Yeah, I didn't give a fuck. Who cares? I just said yeah, he's very persuasive. 
Okay. <laughs> he Go ahead, was, drink, well, Dave. Drink. <laughs> right, drink is right. This guy sent me a message, not him, but um, one of his associates. One of his cronies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and and uh, they his told ball lickers. Yeah. Rob, <laughs> and they said he would like you to say this when you go on the show. And guess what? I did. I said, wrote a script. I said, I said, I said one of the most respected groups for Friday the Thirteenth. You can go back to that bites episode and listen to it. I said oh, it. I, who gives a fuck? I played along. I had to post a couple of banana leisure shows on there. What's the worst that could happen? And at the time, it was a little bit cool because he had all these alumni there. So I'm thinking, okay, why not? Well, here, the here's the thing. Can we just get into that first before we go further with this? Why not? Do you know what this page really is? Well, I know what it is, yeah. They, well, okay. The whole idea is that it's well, called the alumni page. What mm-hmm. he does is he runs around <laughs> adding every, like, Friday the 13th <laughs> X star or whatever – on who is on right. Facebook into this page. Well, first he and, has to friend him, you know? Yeah, right, yeah. So he so, friends him and then adds him. Right. He never, I mean, they never, ever, ever post there. <laughs> there is no activity from these people. Almost the only thing that goes on on this page is, hi, everybody, please welcome Dan to the board. Dan, we are really blah, 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 blah. Please read oh, yeah. the rules and blah, blah, blah. Like, that is all you see besides people like us who just post a picture or something. Yeah. Cosmic Creepers. Gotta love this because he puts up a thing about the no fun, yada, yada. Mahoney comes back. <laughs> oh, it's funny to laugh at handicap. Cosmic Creepers. It so happens the alumni on our page love the respect we show them. The series and the characters. Want to make... Want to make... Have your so-called fun many other groups with less respect out there. That's I'm reading what he says. That's how the man speaks. So or, I don't or, even understand that coherently. I don't either. That's what I'm saying. It sounds That's like yeah, you just can't talk about anything unless it's positive. Like, come on, these movies are fucking retarded killer <laughs> movies. Like, come on, they're not fucking. It's not Citizen Kane. <laughs> even, even then, there's probably shitty parts in Citizen Kane to make fun of. Come on. I actually posted our um, Friday 6 commentary on this place. I can't believe like, oh, nobody oh, wow. must have watched it. Yeah, they didn't watch it. Yeah. No. No. Obviously. We would have got banned right then. Yeah. All right. People so, yeah. got banned just by associating with us. They sure as fuck did. It's crazy. Oh, wait yeah, till we get Creepers. There. Creepers deserve to be banned, and he'll, he's, he'll be the first to tell you. He really <laughs> egged it on. I try to remain gentlemanly and fucking and, and speak, you know, the right way with them. And then I told him, I said, I'm aware of what you're saying, and I don't think that it was disrespectful. It just seems as if things are taken a bit too seriously is all. Those were the last words I said. That's what fucking goes down. And if you want to talk about uh, <laughs> what he about the seriousness of the film, because we make, a, we make a comment about it. Matt came on and said something about fucking lighten up. Fucking, he made a joke about them saying Jason's dead. Yeah, they posted a screen grab from Friday 9, and it's where there's a big poster that says, Jason's dead, you know, half off <laughs> hamburgers or something. And and it was an ad man who posted that. And so I reposted that said, hey, this guy said Jason's dead. He's knocking a character. Uh, that's strike and banned I, in my book. You know, so, uh, I mean, guess what, that, that's the same logic to me. Fuck yes, <laughs> it is the same logic. And this is listen to this response from Matthew, another Matthew. Now you, of course, he even says that guy is a mod. That pick is from a movie. You are talking out of your ass. Strike it up. 
That's what the guy fucking wow. says. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah that's then what the goes, fucking dude says. And then Bam got kicked crazy, off. though. Because oh, I asked to get kicked. I'm like, please get me the fuck off this page. Yes, fuck he you. did. I, yes, I, was, I was trying to get off, and I couldn't figure out how to do it. I said, just take me off this page. I don't even want to see this shit. Yep, that yeah. was so funny. And what happened from there is that, you know, once... Uh, who posted this? Christian, Chris something, Christopher Graber? Chris, Christopher Garber, yeah. Garber, yeah. Chris yeah. Garber, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he brought this to our attention. I mean, I, I'm yeah. sure I would have known anyway because I was tagged, but, you know, he brought <laughs> it to everyone's attention. So basically what Matt Probably. did is pr- pretty much what everybody was just like, they just didn't go for this, and they all went there with almost the intent to get th- banned pretty much. So as I saw this happening... I felt like partly responsible in some small way. <laughs> no, but seriously, no. Uh, like <laughs> I felt, you know, like responsible for the, the chaos and stuff. So I felt uh, I should write to these people. So I went to Linda, and I said, uh, "Mablomi uh, eventually says that um, <laughs> that I threatened these people." And here's what I said to her. Here's the behind the scenes. I pretty much wrote to her and I go, "Uh, Linda, yeah, I saw your little thing there. I'm not responding to that, but I just want you to know that I think you should probably take that down because um, I come from a pretty large group and a lot of people all know about this and and it's not really – they're not thrilled about it. And as you've already been about six people this morning, I'm I'm sure you noticed – uh, this is is only going to continue as the day goes on, and it's just going to be like chaos. I think you should really just take that down. I think it would be better for you. And uh, she said, I'm not taking anything down. I don't care who you are, blah, 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 this and that. <laughs> and I go, okay, well, I'm just letting you know that what you saw is only going to get worse. So if if you're sure about this, that's that's cool. It's up to you. I mean, I, and, you know, I don't know what I said. Something, Some good comeback, I'm sure, but... Uh, but that that was my big threat to her, to uh, to save herself and just take that down. Mm-hmm. So that was what that. I said. Uh, well, I said. Well, I just letting you know, I have no control over what everyone else will do. And and, and uh, then I was banned. And I said, banning me was your solution. Oh Jesus! So she said, <laughs> it was a group decision. Now leave me be and don't write to me anymore. I said, I got that too. Oh yeah, yeah. I said no problem, but your group is in for a long week. Whatever. Well, now there's nothing on the page. There's no fucking no n- nothing about it at all. Anything that any of us did or said or it's not discussed. It's there's, we never even existed. Basically, we got wiped out. And uh, there was one thing Mahoney said the next day during all this turmoil in the middle of the afternoon. Fucking, you know how they do the regular hello, good morning. He someone says something. We are happy to have 722 members. Uh, we have 278 till we reach a thousand. Right. Um, this is going to be a big success. Yada yada. You know they're fucking blowing themselves. And uh, people come in and they chime in this and that. And five or six people say different things. You know. And then Mahoney comes in because someone says something, uh, which is you know something good about fucking the page. You know. Right. And he says thank you kindly. We have 723 members who are respectful to our cause for Friday the 13th and not the ones who mock the series. <laughs> what? These are his words, yes. Horror has never been taken seriously and been laughed at. It's time we stop laughing and start standing up for horror and Friday the 13th. Oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> we do horror podcasts. Come on. Right? Who loves Friday the 13th more than the fucking three of us? Jesus. Come oh. on. 
Really? This guy's coming off like he's fucking the mayor of Crystal Lake? Fucking. <laughs> yeah, we only started our show with it, idiot. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah fucking douchebag. It's a joke. Right? Well, yeah, maybe then... we should get into the rules so people can understand the minds this is coming from. Okay, two yeah. quick things. Two quick fucking posts. Somebody comes on and says, how many members do you want to reach the at the end of the day? It was another post by another person the same day. His response was, only the members who care about the series. It could be one or 100, and I'll be happy. All right? <laughs> and then one more thing, because I have to bring this person up. Uh, I think it's quite funny. Somebody put up a fucking picture of Jason burning when they blew him up and fucking Jason goes to hell. Okay? Now... Somebody comes in and says, Adam Marcus rocks. <laughs> Another person. That is the most offensive thing I've read on there. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Next, someone comes below him and says, and I quote, he made an incredible film. <laughs> okay. Next, guess Adam Marcus comes on himself. So there is somebody Are that posts. Kid- oh, somebody tagged him? Yes, someone did tag him, but he does. He did come on and post. But of all the people in the fucking franchise, right? This is the guy that comes. The and guy, posts. the guy who did the most <laughs> offensive thing you can do to Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, he should be banned before us. He talk about character assassination. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he killed Jason in the first five minutes. <laughs> yes. This fucker, Jesus. Uh... Yeah. God. So, and then yes. he made the guy who trained Rocky in Rocky Five, Jason. <laughs> no, wait, not trained him. Fuck, what am I talking yeah, about? Yeah, he was the he's the other guy's promoter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Oh, Duke. Well, uh, Union Union Kane or uh, no, the, the guy who was running him. Oh, what the fuck was his name? George Washington. Only in America. What's his name? George Washington Duke, I think. I don't oh, know. maybe, maybe. I don't know. Well, he was a ripoff of what's his name. <laughs> Obviously, Don King, right? Yeah, <laughs> only Don in America. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, um, so that's that. I mean, what else can we do except talk about? How about this? The amount of fucking ad- they have seven hundred people on the page. They have hold on, nineteen rules, and they have fucking eighteen admins. Eighteen. Well, you know, jeez, this 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 whole system needs control and structure. To save us from ourselves, you know? We can't be expressing ourselves. I mean, that what a crazy mix-up world it would be if we were all out there telling our feelings and, and other people were getting offended by them. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm thankful for guys like this. Tell me what I need to do. I'll, you know, I'll just lay down and go to sleep, I guess. <laughs> and I was really nice. Yeah, hey, but listen. I stayed on, and I, and I kept it cordial for one reason only. I wanted to have more material. I knew eventually I was going <laughs> to and get banned. That's why I stayed cordial, and that's why I was a gentleman from the beginning. Okay? So I tried it. This is, we're doing our podcast. Why not have a nice relationship with a, with a group that's all about Friday the 13th? Now, at the time when I joined them, I didn't know about the douchebaggery. I didn't know. I just saw them as a group. They were called alumni. There was people on it. So why not play ball? You know, we're trying to get our podcast new listeners. What's wrong with that? So yeah, yeah I, I played. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying I played ball a little bit, but I continued to 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 try to take the high road when I was talking to him, saying, "Hey, you know, this is me you're talking to. I'm not a fucking asshole. I'm not going to come in here and make joke yet. I mean, if you keep pushing me, it's going to happen." But I tried to keep it cool, and we all got banned at the same time for no fucking reason. 
Hello, banana laser. How about the, the poor guy in the wheelchair? Oh, that's the best. That's easily the best kill in the film right there. The best is, as soon as the gimp dies, <laughs> it goes right to people coming. Yes. That's wonderful. Right. Yes. It's like... Well, it, it's hey, listen. It's a moment of ecstasy in everyone's life when we see another gimp uh, bite the dust. I love it. I was I was hoping that the guy in the wheelchair in the van would die, though. Here we go with Mike's gimp hate. No, I just had to throw that in there. I just I hope that he would. I thought you guys were supposed to band together. No, Mike wants all the sympathy and attention. <laughs> eh, you know. Oh Jesus Christ! Ah. Where do you start? Where do you start? Uh, first of all, this is uh, Cody, the drunk fucker. Hi, guys. Hi, Matt was out. Hi, Dave. Hey, guys. What's up? This is Jerry. Hi, Matt, Dave, and Alex. Jordy from Belgium here. This is Tony T. from Buffalo calling to put my two cents in the situation. Father Mahoney debacle. Where to start with that? Ah, Jesus Christ, guys. First of all... The whole thing is uh, just ridiculous, and you know how I feel about people with no sense of humor. And, um, well, you know, I hate them. And <laughs> I think that it's really important to have a sense of humor about yourself. Get over yourself. Enjoy life. It is way too short to let little tiny things get your panties in a wad. Apparently, the owner of that page just needs a life, number one. Number two, needs serious mental health. Apparently, uh, the picture... Uh, that is Rob Mahoney. He's incapable of getting laid. I guess he has a lot of pent-up sexual frustration. And the only way he can let that frustration out is by um, having such ridiculous, absurd, insane rules on a Facebook group. I just want to weigh into the whole irony of the situation about a Facebook group dedicated to a fictional murderer who murders fictional characters. Now, this is the dumbest fucking thing I ever heard of, that you cannot insult or make fun of these fictional characters. However, a fictional character can brutally murder these characters, and we can praise them for that. But do not speak badly of these fictional characters you will get banned. I think that the picture that Alex initially posted was hilarious, and there's absolutely no reason for anyone to be offended by that. I got banned from Crystal Lake alumni for no reason at all, uh, apparently. Uh, well, because I was a member of certain pages that uh, Father Mahoney didn't approve of. Well, next thing I know, uh, everybody else is getting banned, too. I really don't know what to say to it, uh... Oh, that's why I called. Didn't know what to say. Uh, uh, yeah, I should have drank a few less beers before this voicemail. But uh, anyway, never mind that. Isn't that ironic that somebody can say it's offensive for posting a movie capture or a line for a movie? However, they're on a fan page praising the movie and supporting people that wrote that character. They casted a non-handicapped actor to play a handicapped actor. That's how much they don't give a fuck about handicapped people. And we're the bad ones because we're making fun of a scene in a movie. The funny thing about that photo, as Wazell already pointed online, makes perfect sense, is the joke has nothing to do with the handicap. It is the timing of the death. That's the funny part. Fucking Father Mahoney. Yeah, I did a little looking into him. At first I was kind of pissed off, honestly, guys. 
And then once I got to know our Lord and Savior a little better, uh, I uh, I realized Jesus, he's worse off than any of us could ever be. Jesus Christ, that poor guy. And I found the picture to be 100% hilarious myself. Um, if the dude happens to be listening to this, um, Mahoney, fuck you. The whole thing's a bunch of bullshit, a bunch of hypocrites. And this whole getting banned from every other page is bullshit. The whole guilty by association thing is just extremely childish. So I'm fully supporting everything that's going on with the new pages, uh, with the real page and not a secret page. You guys should keep it up. That is entertaining the crap out of me every day. I look forward to those posts that come on there. Just amusing stuff. Uh, I take it all in good fun, and I just take the personal attacks on people who are giving out just the internet thing, and I know we're all good people in real life and whatnot, and this is just fun to keep running with it. So keep up the great work, everyone. I like the whole community and family support. And to anyone who thinks that picture is offensive, um, good news for you, you know, point your criticism somewhere else because that's probably the funniest Friday 13th related photo I have ever seen and the only one that makes me laugh out loud every time. I just want to say what they did in CCLA was beyond stupid. Mahoney has really given us the right to defend ourselves. Keep up the good work, Banana Bones. I want to thank everyone, everyone who got his back, who rose up and went to that place and immediately got banned uh, just to show solidarity. I was completely touched by that, and I know Alex appreciated that a whole lot, and, and it was a hell of a lot of fun, right? Fucking Father Mahoney. This guy, he uh, has no life whatsoever. Uh, I really feel sorry for him. Uh, you know, uh, my anger got quickly replaced with sympathy. But uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, don't drink the Mahoney Kool-Aid. He doesn't want you to drink the Mahoney Kool-Aid. He wants you to eat the Maloney Baholone. <laughs> it is not USDA approved. But it is CCLA approved. Peace out, fuckers. The expression of one's meaning by using language that normally signifies the opposite, typically for humorous or emetic effect a state of affairs or an event that seems deliberately contrary to what one expects and an often amusing result. These are the definitions for irony. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's read these fucking rules, though. Let's read these fucking, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number one, no bashing of any characters, actors, actresses, movies, or anyone involved with making of these films. Okay. <laughs> if you don't like the film, please say it respectably or you will be asked to rephrase should you refuse it <laughs> will will be strike one against you Ex right. example no saying jason x sucks you will be asked to rephrase something like i do not like jason x no right, wait wait it? wait dude, dude just walk me through this so yeah. um, <laughs> yep. um one night I, i'm sitting home i go on the computer and i see this thing and i just i decide to vent because i just got done watching jason seven and I say, you know what, man? Jason looked like amazing in that movie, but that movie fucking blows. The writing is terrible. <laughs> You're going to tell me that the next post will be from an administrator there, and he'll say, can you please rephrase that? And I'm supposed to sit back down and go, okay, Jason looked really great 
and Friday the 13th Part 7, I just wish it had stronger writing. Yep. And I'm supposed to really do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Because the word alumni is in there, and there's people that have been added, and it's supposed to be about respecting the series. So, therefore, we conduct ourselves in the proper manner. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever you do, don't call Ralph crazy, because you will get kicked off. (laughs) You you think it's funny when people lose their mind? Yeah. That shit ain't funny, okay? My uncle was riding a bicycle instead of driving a car. That shit is not funny. <laughs> Friday the 13th bashing is not tolerated. That's... Oh, whatever. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are these fucking handed down from God himself? <laughs> the 19 commit commandments, yes. Well, I mean, I mean the series of movies like come Father. on. They made so many of these. There's no way they're all great movies. <laughs> like what you know, we know they're not great movies. What the They're fuck? praising Jason Goes to Hell. Enough said. Mm-hmm. Someone called it an incredible film. And what Matt the thought fuck? the Skeleton Crew were fanboys. <laughs> <laughs> You're not? Oh. Yeah. We're right. not? Oh. <laughs> we are. Oh, yeah. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> number two, if we have to warn you again after being warned, you'll be removed from the group. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Uh, number three, keep your drama to your mama. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. God, that should be said with some snaps. Yeah, he has some personality. I didn't realize that looking at his pictures. I thought it was just a grotesque, bloated piece of shit. (laughs) It says, don't want the BS on this group. No fighting with members or mods. So you can't have, I'm not saying necessarily fight, but you can't have a disagreement with somebody on something? Nope. Right? Well, they're not even giving us a choice. No fighting with members or mods as soon as you do your ban. So, I mean, it's instant banning. For having a disagreement, because that's what happened to us. Yeah, instant, instant fucking ban. They're supposed to have streak, you know, a, th- a three strike policy or whatever the fuck. But can they talk about strikes? Strike one, Alex Edwards. You know, well, what the fuck? Strike one out of what? what how many fucking strikes do we get? What is? Uh, yeah, go, right. Are we going for a fucking turkey? What are we? It, what is this? It, it might say how many we get. Yeah, we get turkey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we haven't got the to line, Mike. You're fixed. free oh. to do what we tell you. You, you are, are free to do as we tell you. And coming up. The notorious yeah. number four. Number four. Uh, no disrespecting handicapped people. <laughs> Don't care if it's a real person or fictionally. That is a strike automatically. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Now, can we just... Uh, I'm not insulting anybody or making nope. fun of anybody, but let's get it out in the open. There's a reason for this. And there is a reason that I got crucified for what I did. Mm-hmm. His wife is in a wheelchair. So... It's all about, I hit a personal thing here. It has, you know, like, this would not have been such a big deal. And what they said was, other other members all found this offensive. Now, I, I don't know who else besides his wife probably found this offensive. I don't know. And him himself. So as long as you offend the CEO and his wife happens to have the same thing that this other character had, then you're just shit out of luck. And that's what I was. You know, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. wrong people, wrong time. Could you imagine living in their fucking household with those two? De- no. Being that uptight about their condition? What the fuck? Like, Ugh. if you break it down, am I making fun of that? He, she said, see, she, we posted this on horror bids because I had to see what everybody else thought of this. And I wanted to see if I was crazy because usually I am. So I wanted to <laughs> see if I was this time. And every single person said 
There is nothing offensive about this at all. People said they showed it to people in wheelchairs and they laughed. Everybody got that there was no attack on the handicap here except for these two assholes. I can yeah. verify that. I looked at that as well, and I scrolled yep. through it a couple of days ago. It's still there, except yep. Mahoney and his wife are no longer there because they must get they got too crazy and they got fucking banned finally. No, Go I banned them. them. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Good. Fuck them. Right. Good. But everybody did agree. There was not one person that spoke up out of let's say fifty or sixty. Nobody fucking else felt that way except them. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody in the people, world. And. And she, people in wheelchairs were typing on their fucking computers or phones saying it. They said, I'm in a wheelchair myself. I dude, see no Stephen Hawking's was laughing his ass off. He was like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> This shit is hilarious. Good one. No, but so yeah, like, number uh, four. <laughs> well, she, she even said, um, so, so you think it's funny that Mark can't get out of the wheelchair and defend himself? It, do you really think that's what I was thinking when I made this? Like, come on, honey. You are dumb as a box of rocks. That's all I'm going to say. I'll be nice. They're very insecure. They're both yep. of them are very insecure. And that's a terrible way to be if you have a condition. Most people in that condition don't want to be treated differently. You know, look at Michael Why? J. He's an asshole, but look at him. He's he's the perfect <laughs> he example. <laughs> he makes We're fun all... of his crippledness. Oh, we should have right. got him back just for right. this fucking fight. Just to... <laughs> and he said, "Remember in our part two review, he said he's glad that the gimp died." It's not like he's a midget or anything. <laughs> Those guys don't deserve to live. They don't deserve to work. They should just <laughs> shrink normal people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Did you eat now? <laughs> they weren't growing. I didn't think they were eating. Sorry. <laughs> it's and also this is rule number four. That seems a little crazy for it to be so high up out of nineteen rules. But you're right. They feel so strongly about it. All right, number five, no nudity on this page. It will be removed right away. Strike will be given. Still, right? Just boring. It's it's the first reason to quit the page. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Number six, no harassing the alumni on the page. If I find out from an (laughs) alumni that someone is constantly IMing them, you are a member from this page, you will be banned. Whatever. Yeah, leave the celebrities alone, please. God damn. Number seven, what the mods say goes. We reserve the right to remove tasteless comments and remove members as see fit. Okay. No yes. shit. Yeah, we got all that. What the mobs do their mobs. What the it is mobs, a mob. What the mobs do their jobs. <laughs> and and uh, others don't what? And others don't take it. What? Yes, read it. Read it as it says. And others don't take it in your hands to tell people the laws. Oh, okay. Isn't that what happened here? The laws? While it's nice you want to help, (laughs) it just causes more drama. See rule three. Wasn't it uh, a layman, so to speak, who, who said Alex should be striked and banned? Well, is who wrote strike one? Isn't that sort of uh... yeah, just some douchebag bitch? Strike. It could have been a, a what do you call it though? We don't know. There's fucking a thousand admins. Who knows? Yeah, and isn't know. that fighting or attacking me to say yeah, bitch, strike one, motherfucker? Now what? Like, is. isn't that kind of in, you know inciting kind of? Yeah, do it the right way. Yeah, say Alex that we don't appreciate that, and say you know speak the, correctly. Don't say yeah, you're right. Strike one. What the fuck? Were yeah. you going to come at somebody like that? Fuck out of here. In, in real life, if, what if someone walked up to you and said that? You'd fucking knock them out. <laughs> Strike oh. one. 
<laughs> you gotta love Facebook, man. The place right. where people could say anything they want and keep all their teeth. That's what I always say. Mm. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, number nine: no threatening mods or attacking mods. Automatic ban. Fuck you. Attack. Number ten: yeah, no excessive advertising of horror groups. Uh, blah blah. Banana loser. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, it was a give and take right there. So. Uh, 11, spam will be automatically removed. No warning. Bye-bye. Number 12, no excessive posting. Multiple posts of more than 10. A strike will be given 10. Jeez. 10. So let's say you're having a fun day. You're at home. You're doing shit. You're fuck, And you put up 10 different pictures from 10 different Jason movies. Just for kicks because you got an else better to do that day. And you want to do something nice for a page that you think might appreciate it. So if you do fucking 10. Oh well. What? Are they saying? What? It, are they not talking about the same thing over and over again? They're just saying if you post ten times in a day, then that's that's too much. <laughs> Nine's okay, yes. What if you keep like, stopping at nine every day? It will it's like a ten it's count in wrestling. Ah, ah, ah. It's in the rules. What ah, if you ah, seriously? Ah. I want to know the truth. If you post nine pictures and then like the last one's at like eleven thirty-seven, and then twelve oh one comes around, and you post another one, and then nine more in a row. <laughs> Don't feed them after midnight. <laughs> All right. Uh, 13, no off-topic subjects. Example, posting about other movies. That will be removed. Do it two times, and it will be a strike against you. That's just crazy. Right? God, I can't don't... talk about Halloween, too. Oh, my God. Or the town that dreaded sundown. Yeah. Right? Or, or Bay of Blood or anything. Like, come on. Or uh, Bloody Massacre. <laughs> uh, 14 sexual comments of any kind are prohibited don't care if the person is real or fictional like you can't say I want to fuck this character from a movie come on yeah oh man I like to fucking bang Marcy in the ass what What if I want to say she has perfect nipple placement is that gonna no, give me only the movie fuck? could say it we can't ah, repeat gotcha we can't say it um, but we can enjoy that but we just can't say it ourselves gotcha it might offend somebody okay makes and, sense and uh, uh, Shelly's buddy can say he's an asshole but we can't tell Shelly he's no an absolutely not people might get offended <laughs> I mean Shelly's probably on this page he, he oh. might get hurt we're not gonna stand for any weirdness around here <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it kind of odd that a guy who looks exactly like Franklin from Texas Chainsaw is offended by wheelchair jokes? Yes! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Give him the saw, man. Give him the saw. Sex or yeah, the I'm, saw? I'm surprised, like, when we, when he, after he got done saying, my page, my rules, he didn't go. Fucking <laughs> 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 asshole. It'll be a fun page. Oh. You told me it'd be a fun page. You told me that nobody would post that type of shit. <laughs> Sally? Oh, awesome. fuck. He owns right. a Texas Chainsaw Massacre page also, by the way. He we owns a whole bunch of fucking pages. Halloween they... alumni. This this guy is the fucking CEO of at least 20 other pages like this one. And they all end in alumni? <laughs> no, they don't all end in alumni. Some he tries to get a little fucking cute. Gotcha. And different he things. cornered the alumni market. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was a Halloween alumni. You can all join. Yeah, is well, PJ under Souls a different on name, it? I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> is who on it? Who? PJ Souls. <laughs> of course she is. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. yeah, so please don't talk bad about her. Posting daily. Yeah. So we can we can't talk about how nice her tits are then? No, abs. No. Are you crazy? Nope. <laughs> that might offend her. We can't even say that fucking. Um, Captain Spaulding fucking stole her car in a Devil's Reject in Devil's Rejects. <laughs> That's talking even... about another movie. Are you Correct. crazy? 
Yes, Candy that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't a... do that. Steve Rank! She was never in any other movie except Halloween. <laughs> Come on. You know what? They've lived like no one else has lived, you know? Oh, <laughs> it's time it comes to an end. <laughs> uh, all right. 15, once you're banned, you're banned for life. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> 16. I guess uh, this is our life now. <laughs> <laughs> the banned life. Uh, 16, if you having a problem, a problem with what? If you having a problem, a problem. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? You said that two times? That's what. If you having a problem, a problem with one of the members, either on the page or your own personal page, contact one of the mods. A list of the mods is posted on the files. Uh, blah blah blah. Uh, okay, seventeen. Uh, the distribution or postings of illegal movies and asking the postings of illegal downloads strictly prohibited. Okay, eighteen. All right, now we're getting juicy. Racial com comnets. Racial comnets. <laughs> You're right. And, it's comnets. Oh, <laughs> two wait. M's and an N. It's oh, like wait. corn man, you know. But get this. It says. Racial comments and comments of, <laughs> of <laughs> wait wait is the second one spelled right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Racial Rac- comments and comments. <laughs> what the fuck was this guy tripping on when he wrote this? Uh, <laughs> of orientation preference are taken seriously here. You will be given a strike and your comment removed. Second well, time automatic ban. Okay. Hold on. He he said if we. Like if Dave says he likes black chicks, that's that's bad. Yep. Are yes. you serious? That's what that's, uh, yeah. Orient- Hold on. Not... preference. Yes. But that's guess a what? Racial comnet. Racial comnet. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It's a comnet. <laughs> <laughs> but but listen, this is the best part. That's only a first strike. The second time you're ba- so I got banned. I I just told you guys what I read. I was polite. I was fucking just fine. So I could go on there, literally, and say, I fucking love to bang N-word chicks. And not get, <laughs> it's true. And not get banned. Right. But, yeah, the first time, yes. Yes. Second time wow. is an automatic ban. How about that? I can go out there and say a racist fucking thing, and that's who I like to fuck. And I, I get one strike. <laughs> but instead of having a, a friendly disagreement, I get fucking banned for no reason. How's that? Wow. <laughs> What's the logic? Oh my God. Creepers and I, and then everybody else came right away to Alex's defense, and that was the fucking end of that. They wanted no part of us. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I just want to say to everybody, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm sorry that it led to uh, such childish things, but uh, I do appreciate everybody coming together. I mean, that was uh, very nice. You know. Yeah. yeah. It was really cool. I thought. Yes, yeah, it, it was, was and we were glad to do it, and and. It, it was a, it was fun at first. It was fucking agitating, but now look at us. We're having a fucking blast at their expense, at fucking asshole Mahoney's expense. Now for the rest of his life, whether he knows it or not, he's going to become a fucking a a, a joke, the, the butt end of a fucking joke on, on podcasts. Yeah, blow me is that's the end of his life on podcasts. Mahoney, and I, I I hope he hears. I really do. Like I now I I feel like I I know who all my friends are now or something. Like once. Everybody did that. I was like, wow, I didn't even know these guys gave a damn about me. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, they went and did all this stuff. I'm like, shit, man. I got, like, uh, real friends. That, you know, real friends came out of this podcasting shit, man. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. 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 It ended up being a great fucking thing. Mahoney gate, you know? Yeah. We, we all, we all kind of bonded <laughs> over this stupidity. Yeah. That's kind of fitting. <laughs> it's like we've been bonding over stupidity for two years. So, okay. One more rule here. 19. Wow. 19. Uh, no post about Jason versus dot, 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 dot. These questions always lead to drama and BS. You will get a strike for this. That That's crazy. Um, so because that because that leads to fighting. Oh, we can't have people. You know what? Wait, can we talk about uh, Freddy vs. Jason or no? no? Apparently not. No. So that movie doesn't exist. They would rather <laughs> talk to Adam Marcus and fucking Jason goes to hell yep. mm-hmm. and defend and don't say Jason X sucks. You are not allowed to even discuss Freddy vs. Jason. All right. It, it was a fun twenty four hours. I'll tell you that much. <sighs> Yeah. Well, there's uh, one final thought from Father here at the end of this oh, list, yes. and it says these rules are non-negotiable and are final. Uh, Rob Mablomi, uh, owner, <laughs> only owners have subject to change where see fit. Well, it's who else owns this besides him? What <laughs> the fuck? This guy's an idiot. Right. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah, you sure know, as fuck is. I I don't know if you guys who are listening to this are were in on this or if this is the first time you're hearing about it, but this I recommend that you guys join this page, uh, whether yes. it's under your name or under a fake name or whatever. And I'm not saying just just rail into them and stuff like that. I'm saying just casually push the envelope, just little by little, or maybe even post this uh, show there. Of us talking about it, I don't give a fuck. I want him to hear this shit, <laughs> and 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 post skeleton crucial on there, stuff like that. Don't don't go crazy and just bash him right on the head. Just push the envelope and just play with it, because these people are idiots. <clears throat> One more fucking thing. He remodified something. He has a seniority list. I want to read this because oh, it's okay. fucking it's it's fantastic. I'm um, obviously I'm not gonna read the name. There is now 21 mods. Okay. Uh, <laughs> And it says right here, moderators slash seniority list. Seniority list again, dot, dot, dot. Managers are in charge when owners are not around. Then assistant manager, then director of camp operations, then camp director, then head counselors. <laughs> Dude, are you serious? Uh, then the cook. Then head uh, counselors. <laughs> uh, she didn't show up, Matt. Yeah, oh, that's right, that's right. Then assistants in order of number, then... Advanced mods, then mods, and then trainees. Not done. The mod list is to T-O-O, to be followed like a job, and no overstepping authority. Any result of overstepping will result in a warning. (laughs) Okay? So we got Mahoney, owner. We got his wife, Mrs. Mahoney, owner. Matt, (laughs) co-owner. That was the guy that fucked with our Matt. Uh... Sean, senior camp manager. Then we have three more camp, man- four more camp managers. We have two head counselors. Then we have one person with the luxury of being called head counselor slash trainer. Um, trainer. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> the most warped people I've ever like. It's really a cult. It's right. literally a cult. It is, and I feel like spreading the word. It's fucking <laughs> r- ridiculous. Really that, uh, okay, but the you just sparked something in my head. The meme that Alex made 
what the I forget the character's name, Mark, Mark. the guy in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. What he you po- put on there was verbatim what he said in the movie, right? Right. So you can't get in trouble for that. He said uh, it was because he couldn't I'm not get out. Gonna... He yeah, right. Get out of the wheelchair to save himself, so that's not funny. Well, he said that in the fucking movie. Go fuck yourself. It's yeah, it's fucking out of control. And fucking Mahoney is a fucking asshole and a douchebag. Hey, you know what? But he's living how he wants to live. He's keeping the people he wants close to him, and he's made it so that he can push everybody else away. So. Is he crazy? I mean, you know. Uh, I don't know. Was Father crazy? Was Jim Jones crazy? Yeah, you're know. right. You're right. They're doing the same thing. Not as extreme, of course, but you get the comparison. Fuck it. You know? Yeah. But it's like, how how can you actually live if there's no real conversation? If you don't get other people's opinions or feelings about stuff? You can't talk about Jason versus Hercules? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That could be a fun-ass conversation. That's going to cause a riot? Yeah. And what did he say about fun, you know? Oh, horror should be fucking respected and taken seriously. No asshole. If you enjoy it, it, it you enjoy something because it, it gives you some type of fun. And this is a fun fucking series. It isn't a fucking series about, you know, the end of the world or something. It's not like the Saw series. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Serious, I, just gotta, serious business. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to torture Matt every time I come on. Here. But, uh, uh, I, it's I called think... it's called the Saint series. The Saint series, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Right, right, right. I think you should literally post about Jason verse dot dot dot. I want to see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, man. Go right to it. Yeah. So, like I said, guys, join this group. What is it? Camp counselors. Camp Lake. Crystal Lake alumni. Right, please join CCLA. Please do it. Yes, by all means, see it for your fucking self. And 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 do like Dave did. Take make uh, screen grabs of anything ridiculous and post it to the Banana Laser group page and the Skeleton Crew group page, so we can all uh, join in on the fun because we can't watch it. So. All right, guys, that wraps it up. Uh, it was a jam-packed episode, kind of exhausting. We had so much stuff to get through, but I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And I just want to take a moment here at the end to personally thank all of the lasers out there who took the time to do something for the show, whether it was drop a voicemail or make an entire song, which was fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> the, that song was done by... A collaboration between two guys, Cosmic Creepers and Jackson Garland. Thank you guys so much. That was fucking awesome. Uh, incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the voicemails, we got Cody Robinson. Thank you, uh, the beautiful Jamie Jenkins. Jerry V, keeping it real chill. And our friend uh, Jordy uh, overseas. Oh, and Tony T. Tony T, he did mega stuff for this episode. A full-on review of the sacrament and another voicemail about the CCLA. So that was awesome. And uh, whoever uh, did that Mahoney voicemail, uh, maybe it was Mahoney. Fuck. Maybe. Yeah. He's a a brony, though. He's into My Little Ponies, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so thank you guys seriously from the bottom of my heart, and I know Dave feels the same way. Uh, the it, You guys taking the time out to do that really means the world to us, and it's because of you guys that just uh, fuels us to do more of this, so thank you. 
Yes, sir. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree. Thank you very much, everybody. This whole fucking thing. I, I hope everybody enjoys the show. We worked really hard on it. <laughs> this whole thing the last couple weeks has been uh, pretty wild, and it ended up bringing us all closer together. And, um, you know, it, it's crazy. The stars aligned. This whole fucking thing has just been uh, out of control. And I'm glad we all – It was some, at first it was something that started off bad, and we were pissed off. But – it ended up being something um, memorable, and uh, you know, maybe maybe it's been beat into the ground by now. But it's actually been a lot of fun. So we have a lot of creative people in our circle here, and um, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, been, very much so. Yeah, 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 big time. And it's been fun. And thanks for the support on behalf of everybody here today. You know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Thanks to Alex Edwards as always for being on the show. We love you. So, guys, in closing, be sure to like us on Facebook. We got a Facebook page, but also join the group page. That's where, you guys, all the interaction takes place. Be sure to... Drink uh, your Ovaltine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're on Twitter, so follow us on that. We got MySpace up and running. No, we don't, actually, but... Uh, so, yeah, guys, check us out there. Uh, we're actually on YouTube also. It's Banana Laser Show or Shows, something like that. Not all the episodes are up there because yep. they got to be edited down. So, you know, we're doing that slowly. But, uh, you know, just, just like us on or subscribe to us on there. We post some other shit too. So check that yes. out. And, and the Soundcast app, I want, is that what that thing's called? Downcast. Yeah. Okay, down. I wanted to mention that again because a friend of mine got it because of that and someone else mentioned it. But I think it was mentioned on a Bytes. And just in case yeah. you don't listen to the Bytes, uh, you know, I wanted to mention that on the show while I had it. It popped into my brain to mention that. So that and, yeah. Downcast, right? Yeah, so go to your app store, and I think Downcast costs 2 to $4, something like that. But it's a great app for listening to podcasts uh, because you can't listen to our podcasts on the uh, iTunes app, um, so the podcast app. So uh, you can subscribe to the Horophilia feed, which you'll get all the Horophilia shows, which I still recommend that you do. But I recommend you do it through Downcast. That's what I use. It works great. So Yes, yes. And get on the group page while we still have it before Mahoney shuts it down. Mahoney! <laughs> but I'm taking everybody's name down with a pen and a paper, and I'm fucking writing every member down. And we have a bunch now, and everybody's been joining. And it's been a, you know, like I said, it's been a crazy experience. But we're getting all involved, and, you know, people are fucking joining by the day. And it's high times for Banana Laser. So um, I'm going to write every name down just in case we get shut down. And I will fucking, you know, if it ever came to that, you know. I will find you and I will kill you. Oh, wow. Well, Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's somebody else will find and kill. That's another oh, yeah. story. But, um, yeah, uh, if that does happen, I'm writing everybody's name down for real. And I will fucking find you and invite you back to another Banana Laser group page. Hopefully that never happens. But... After the Jonathan Orr thing and with everything going on, you never know. And, you know, they ain't going to fucking shut us down for good. They don't know. Never know. Never know. So that wraps up another episode for this Friday. Guys, 
Uh, we're trying to get on a regular schedule. Check out the Skeleton Crew that should drop next Friday, and then we'll be the following week after that. So we got we're trying to do a nice little schedule here, where every Friday there's a fresh Banana Laser or Skeleton Crew show. So you got that to look forward to for the weekend, baby. Yep. 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 So let's get out of here, Dave. Thanks, Lasers, and see you next time. Beware of cults, kids. Jason Lloyd, this is producer Pete. I think it's time we had a discussion about Banana Laser.